Hey there, my name is Wendy, and I'm an environmental toxins lawyer who is obsessed with showing women how to toss the toxins out of their life and embrace a more holistic lifestyle. I'll be dishing up bite-sized but binge-worthy episodes on all things detox, low-tox, and what's that toxin? And what is it really doing to my health? I'm breaking it all down for you, separating the myths from the facts and pulling back the curtain on the products and beauty industry. You'll hear my unfiltered and sometimes unpopular, but honest opinions. No topic is off limits. We'll dive into what's really causing our thyroid issues, hormone imbalances, infertility, and more. Think of it as a crash course for all things holistic living, but for real life. You don't have to do everything. You just have to start somewhere. Let me show you how. This is the Detox Dilemma Podcast. Welcome to episode 31 of the Detox Dilemma Podcast. I am your host, Wendy. Today has been a long time in the making. One of the most highly requested categories on my toxin-free shopping guide is nail polish. I don't currently have a category on the shopping guide for nail polish, and there's a couple of reasons for that. One is that there is no such thing as a toxin-free nail polish. And that's just reality. There is no way you can make a nail polish with like jojoba oil, grapeseed oil. Nail polishes are paint and paints require ingredients like solvents and structure inducing polymers to make it function and to make it actually stay on your nails. So you're not going to like walk into Target or go online and find organic nail polish anytime soon or I'm pretty sure forever. I mean, never say forever, but you know. For a really long time. And my toxin free shopping guide is truly full of actually clean, toxin free products that work amazing. And so I never really felt like I could put nail polish there because, you know, they're not really toxin free. But I've had enough conversations with you guys on my Instagram requests and messages saying, listen, I go to the nail salon every two weeks. I'm using gel nails. I'm, you know, buying nail polish online. And I know this stuff is bad for me, but I'm not going to quit, right? Like you love your nails painted. You love a good manicure. And if you're not going to quit, then you want options that are as safe as possible, but while still working. And I totally get that. The other reason why I haven't had a category on my guide yet is because I'm not a nail polish user. And so my process for reviewing products before they make it to my toxin-free shopping guide is I do a full ingredient review of a category. So let's say it's a skin cleanser. I will go through and review as many of the so-called self-proclaimed toxin-free brands that I can find. And the first thing I do is I do a full ingredient review. And doing that ingredient review usually weeds out a vast majority of the products that are on the market. And then what I'm left with, I go ahead and purchase multiple samples of things. I bring them into my home. I use them. I use them on my skin. I'll use them on my hair. Whatever it is I'm testing, I will actually use them because what I have found over the years is there's a lot of clean products that are made with clean ingredients that just don't work very well. And we've come a long way. Green chemistry has come a long way. There's some new amazing ingredients out there that are safe, that are making products work better, but you never know unless you test them. And I never want somebody to waste money buying a product that isn't going to work. So I go ahead and test them for you. And because I'm not somebody who wears nail polish, the, the thought of purchasing nail polish and actually painting my nails 
and testing out these products just really didn't appeal to me, to be honest. I've just never been into, you know, makeup and fashion and painting my nails. I'm just a pretty plain, my daughter calls me, you know, you're just a hippie mom. You're just a total hippie. And that's fine. I'm good with that. I embrace that. I just have never been into that. But here's the thing. My daughter, my 12-year-old daughter loves all of it. Fashion, makeup, contour, nail polish. She's just all about it. And so it's actually been fun because as she's getting older and she's really into those things, she can test products for me because she cares about how they perform. You know, in my toxin-free shopping guide, I have a contour option. I didn't try that. (laughs) My daughter did that. And if I ever wanted to contour my face, then she would be doing my makeup for me. So I've officially completed my less toxic nail polish review. And if you hop over to the toxin free shopping guide, you are going to find an entire category on nail polish. But before you hop over and go shopping, let's quickly talk about what ingredients in nail polish are the most concerning and why. And what is all that labeling? You probably see things like three free, eight free, even 21 free now. What does that even mean? And what are the safest options on the market, but which ones actually work? Before I jump in, I do just want to mention, you are not going to find any of the options that I have on my shopping guide are not going to perform the way that a two-week gel manicure will perform. I did find one gel replacement that I think it lasted like a solid 14 days. But none of these options are going to perform the way the toxic versions are. And that's simply because of the ingredients. The toxic ingredients were used for a reason. It's to make them shiny and shimmery and long lasting and avoid all the streaks. And so you are going to have to make a decision between how many toxins do you want removed from the nail polish that you're using and how important is that against how well you want it to work. And then you need to find the sweet spot that is comfortable for you. Personally, after wearing nail polish now, it took me like, I don't know, three and a half, four months to really try each one of them and leave them for two weeks and see how often I had to reply, reapply them. I, you know, for me, reapplying nail polish, if I was somebody who was a nail polish user, every four to five days is to me, it's not a big deal. But that may be a deal breaker for you. So you have to do what's best for you and you have to make your own risk analysis. All I did was review the ingredients and review the product and I'm going to let you know how well they worked. But first, let's talk about those things that you need to know in order to be an educated consumer. So let's back up to the 1990s, which is really, I grew up in the 90s. So neon nail polish was so a thing in the 90s. But in the 90s and early 2000s, manufacturers started promoting what they called three free nail polish formulas. And that three stands for three specific ingredients that the news and people were starting to realize, oh my gosh, this nail polish is really toxic. And just like any other cosmetic, there's no regulation here. Like companies are self-regulating themselves and until the public gets pissed off about something or the news picks up on something or there's a medical article about something, nothing's going to change. So these companies started changing their products because there was this public outcry about how toxic they were. So formaldehyde was the big one. And formaldehyde is a human carcinogen. It is a cancer-causing ingredient. And it was really the thing that kind of blew up in the media that made people really concerned about nail polish. 
Toluene was the second one. And even at very low levels, it is highly genotoxic. So it causes DNA damage and mutation in your cells and humans. And DNA damage leads to cancer. The third one is a phthalate, but it's a bad phthalate. You know, phthalates are a class of chemicals. They're a class of plasticizers, and some are worse than others. And dibutyl phthalate is the worst of them all. It is a well-known reproductive and developmental toxicant, which means it can lead to infertility, all kinds of hormone disruption and reproductive issues, but it can also lead to developmental issues in babies. So removing these three ingredients kind of became three free. Now there's no regulation on this. The companies kind of came together and it's just been this understanding that three free means these are missing. I will say that when I reviewed a lot of these nail polishes, the three free, five free, and 10 free were pretty much the same free from ingredients. But when you started getting up into the 13, 16, and 21, there were some slight variations. So each company can define what their number free actually means to them. There's nothing that is set in stone. And as consumers got more conscious of toxins over time, you started seeing these five free, 10 free more often. So they started taking out and removing ingredients like TPHP, acetone, xylene, parabens. I won't go through the toxicity of each one of these ingredients, but just know they were bad enough that those were the next ones that came out. Nowadays, it is really hard to find even mainstream. Like if you're going to go buy some top, what I would consider toxic, crappy Maybelline, Chanel, Revlon, like those kinds of nail polishes that are still very conventional, even they don't have those three ingredients. So three free has kind of become the baseline. Now, before I share my favorite brands, I want to talk for just a quick second about gel manicures and the use of UV light because this did garner some news attention recently at the beginning of the year. There had been some anecdotal evidence coming from dermatologists that were claiming that people who had gel manicures and were using these UV lights were getting these really rare cancers on their fingers. So researchers from UC San Diego and Pittsburgh went and decided, you know what, let's take a look and see what happens to our cells under these UV lights with these chemicals on our <laughs> fingernails. And they tested both human cells and cells from mice. And what they found was a single 20-minute session under the UV lights resulted in a 20 to 30% cell death. So basically the cells that are, you know, in your finger beds and in your fingers, 20 to 30% cell death for one single 20 minute session. Three consecutive sessions cause 65 to 70% of the exposed cells to die. So basically this UV exposure caused mitochondrial and DNA damage in the remaining cells. And what do we know about damaged DNA that leads to cancer? One of the notes in the study from the researchers was that the UV devices that they were using in the study were less potent than the ones that are used in nail polish locations. Now, obviously, you know, they're not in humans. They're not saying, okay, we saw this death of these cells and that person specifically got cancer. In fact, they talk about how it would be unethical to put people through this similar kind of research to find that out. They're going to have to do large-scale studies and basically take people who use gel nail polish all the time and then follow them for years and figure out what is the actual cancer rate. 
but we know it damages our DNA. And we also already have studies that show that that damaged DNA leads to cancer. So in my mind, if you're somebody who really wants to reduce the amount of toxins and your risk of cancer in the future, the first thing you should do is go from instead of doing gel nails under UV light, switch to a regular nail polish. Now for regular nail polish, there is one ingredient that I want to point out, and this has become something that is garnering more and more attention. And in some of the, you know, five free, 10 free, um, and even I think in one of the 16 free I found this ingredient. So none of the nail polishes that I have on my shopping guide are going to have this ingredient. It's benzophenone, and it's either going to have a one after it, so BP1, or a three. It's used in nail polish as a UV absorber in cosmetic products, including nail polishes, and it's found to have estrogenetic activity. It is a hormone disruptor, but it's a really bad one similar to what you would find in BPA. Let's jump right into the safest ones I found on the market. And the safer ones are the ones that are water-based nail polish, which basically means it uses water vice a solvent when it's making its polish. And then it uses plant-based resins over synthetics. The water-based category is by far the cleanest. And I was actually surprised I found 10 really good brands out there that have water-based nail polish to choose from. Now, one of the things about water-based nail polish is that most of them use mica and mica is not toxic. There isn't a toxicity problem with it, but mica is one of those ingredients that has a huge child labor, forced labor problem. And so I am staunchly against any company that purchases and uses mica in their ingredients that does not certify that it's coming from an ethical source. And unfortunately, four of the water-based companies would not certify to me that their mica was ethically sourced. In fact, I had one company tell me they're under no obligation and have no way to enforce that against their suppliers, which is total bullshit. You should know where your ingredients are coming from. And if you're purchasing mica and you don't know if it's coming from child labor, then you're not going to get a spot on my toxin-free shopping guide. So I left those companies out completely. Now, there are some pros and cons to water-based nail polishes. One of them is that when it's water-based, it comes off really quickly. You don't have to use harsh chemicals to take it off. So that's a plus. It tends to dry a lot faster than anything that's oil or solvent-based, so that's a plus. The downside is you have to put multiple coats. So multiple thin coats on top of each other after they've dried is the best way to use water-based nail polish. Kappa Nui Nails, I hope I'm saying that right. It's a Hawaiian company. Oh my gosh, these colors are absolutely beautiful. In my opinion, when it came to all the water-based options that I tested, theirs performed the best and the colors were truly beautiful. So they made the top of my water-based list. Honeybee Gardens was really right behind it in second place. They have 26 colors, so a bigger variety. They have primers and sealers, and they also have a really fantastic acetone-free remover gel that I loved a lot. So that is another water-based option. And I just want to say these water-based options are better, but they're still using synthetic dyes. So again, no nail polish is going to be 100% toxin-free, but these are by far the cleanest. If you want to see the rest of who made the list, you can hop on over to the shopping guide. Now, the next safest category is going to be those categories that self-proclaim to be 21 free. 
These aren't water-based, but they're not necessarily solvent-based either. A lot of them have some good oils in them. So I can definitely tell that other than removing those 21 ingredients, companies are now trying to add in good-for-you oils. But you're still going to see those synthetic copolymers and the things that are going to keep the color on your nail bed here. You're not going to see water-based options, but these are definitely the next best thing. When I was choosing a 21 free or one of them is a 20 free label that I felt like had the best ingredients, I was also looking for a lack of fragrance because that fragrance, as you know, can be, you know, thousands of different ingredients. You don't know what they are. So that one word carries a lot of chemicals possibly with it that aren't being told to you whether or not they have hormone disruptors in them or they have other carcinogenic properties. And so I really tried hard to find companies that had this 20 or 21 free formulation, but specifically look to avoid fragrance. The other ingredient I still really had to look out for, even if it was said 20 free or 21 free. So you would think that that 21 free would encompass all of the really bad stuff. But I did find some of the 20 free and the claimed, you know, toxin free options had that ingredient that I talked about at the beginning of the episode, that benzophenone one, which is a huge problem. One of those companies is 100% pure. So 100% pure has a line of nail polish called Zero that they basically say, hey, this is 20 free. Um, We don't have the 20 most common products. And it's interesting that it's 20 and not 21. I wonder if that ingredient is the one. It would have been 21. But 100% Pure chooses to use that ingredient in their nail polish. So I would definitely avoid that option. So the one, this 21 free that doesn't have that fragrance or that other ingredient, my favorite brand that I tested was Be Kind. This stuff is actually pretty good. And I love that they're adding things that are good for you. They have diatomaceous earth, which is good. They've got some bentonite in there. So I can tell they're trying to add good for your good for you ingredients. They have a lot of colors. And I think of all of the 21 free options that I found. These didn't have any fragrance in them. There's a lot of other things that they choose to not use. And I really feel like the way that they performed, I could probably reapply once a week and we'd be good. So if I was somebody who was looking for something that was stronger and lasted longer than a water-based option, but I still wanted something that was as safe as possible, Be Kind topped my list. A very close runner-up is a company that I literally can't pronounce. I don't know if it's Coat, Cody, Cotty. I don't know. It's C O T E. Maybe somebody can tell me. I loved their wide variety. I love, well, I don't love their ingredients. They, I loved compared to everything else that was out there. They had really, really wonderful ingredients, and it was definitely a number two close behind runner up. And you can find the full list of the ones that made that list over on my toxin free shopping guide. But I want to finish with giving you an option to replace your gel. Now, I am not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that this gel alternative that I'm going to tell you about is nearly as clean as the nail polish brands that I just talked about because it's not. It it has siloxanes in it. It has PEGs in it, PPGs, phenazoethanol, fragrance. This is not something that I'm like, yep, this is a clean alternative, but this is way safer than the gel manicures and pedicures that you're getting in a salon where you're putting your feet under those 
UV. So if you're somebody that is like, you know what? I love my gel manicure. I love it. I'm not going to give it up. I don't care how toxic it is. And that's the thing that brings you like all the joy in the world. Then consider this an alternative for you where you can still have that gel quality, manicure quality product on your hands that will last and it won't ship. You do have to be willing to do it at home. But if you're willing to do that, Dazzle Dry is the company that does have this lacquer gel type system where you can give yourself that manicure or pedicure. And it is a lot better than sitting under those UV lights. And it also doesn't have the absolute worst of the worst ingredients that I talked about at the beginning of the episode. So that is a less toxic option for you if you are somebody that falls into that category. And that wraps up this episode of the Detox Dilemma podcast. I hope you found this helpful. I would love, love, love if you try any of the nail polishes over on my toxin-free shopping guide. Tag me on Instagram. Let me know what you think. I would love to get some more reviews going on some of these options. And if you feel like this episode would benefit someone, I would love if you would share it, share the link, drop a review, share it on Instagram, tag me, tell me what you think. I appreciate it more than you know, and I read every single one of them. Thank you for being here. And as always, I hope your life is getting just a little less toxic. You, my friend, have officially finished another episode of the Detox Dilemma podcast. And if you want more, head over to wendycatherine.com to get all the show notes and links to discount codes from our amazing partners. If you're looking for something specific to help you detox your home, make sure you check out my toxin-free shopping guide at toxinfreeshoppingguide.com. It's organized by category and makes detoxing your home simple. I'll see you next week. And until then, I hope your life is getting just a little less toxic.